Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, you're listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. Now for your hosts, Jason Wright and Brandy Montambo. What is going on, everybody? Jason Wright here. And this is episode number 175. Um, It's good to be back. (laughs) I haven't released a podcast in weeks. Uh, Certainly not intentional. There was kind of a a mixture of issues that led to that. The first was my my old mic. Um, Starting to have issues with the mic. uh, Not wanting to work when it's supposed to. And I think there may have been something in the wiring. But anyway, I used it as an excuse to buy a new mic. So I'm using the new mic now, which I think sounds great. So we got that working then the computer um, demanded that I upgrade the operating system. And in the meantime, it uh, took out my audio and my video editing stuff. It's always something. So, And it's been busy. You know, we were on, I was on vacation and coming back from that and all the time I missed from being sick and stuff as well. So anyway, here we are. Um, today we've got a great conversation with a guest in a few minutes, I'll let you in on the conversation I had with Robert Martinez of Rockstar Capital. But before we get into that conversation, did I mention it's great to be back? God, it's great to be back. Anyway, um, this episode is sponsored by Funnel Building for Profit. So if you guys have ever wanted to learn how to build a complete sales funnel in 30 days or less for free, check out the new resource I just added to this uh, URL here. It's uh, www.funnelbuildingforprofit.com. And basically what it is, it's the same information, the same knowledge that I've learned and I use for my clients, but kind of on the other side of the business where I'm starting to teach people to do what I do, um, I've organized these resources in a free, um, easy to access, almost like a course type setting. And there's a ton of value there, so check it out. All right, enough about the sponsor and enough about me. Let's check out this conversation that I had with Robert. I know you're going to love it. What's going on, everybody? Jason right here. I've got another great guest with me this week. I've got Robert Martinez. He's the CEO of Rockstar Capital. Um, they invest in multifamily properties, and he is also the host of the Apartment Rockstar live stream, which you'll tell us about. How are you, Robert? I am well, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem at all. So I'd love to hear about your journey, um, kind of where you started and uh, how you got to the point where you are now, any way that you want to roll with that. All right. So, uh, well, I, just like everybody else, I went to school, got good grades and just, you know, was told to go into the workforce. And so, uh, I have an engineering degree, uh, graduate from Texas A&M. Uh, afterwards I got an oil and gas, which is what you do in, when you live in Houston, Texas. Yep. Um, I was, on, I was not a 4.0 GPA guy. I was more in the threes. So I was more of a, I had a little more personality and they weren't going to put me in a room in some sort of think tank and kind of come up with the next process. So, um, I joined the sales force, uh, you know, selling engineer products. And I did that for the better part of 10 years, worked my way up from inside sales through outside sales through management. Um, you know, and the, the lesson that I learned there is that, you know, that was just going to be a rat race or, or, or just, you know, a continuous circle. Uh, cause I never had control and I didn't have control because every time that you make too much, they put a cap on you, you know, and they, they would, they would change the game a little bit. So you couldn't make as much. And I, once it happened to me a few times, I realized that I didn't have control of my financial future, my employer did. And so it was time for me to make a change. And I started looking around and I always had a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, but I just didn't know what to do. It's scary. 
You know, you, you know, I didn't know anybody who really owned a business. I didn't know anybody that was, you know, successful or, you know, just something that was inspirational, right? So I just kept reading a lot of books, kept listening to podcasts, kept uh, listening to the radio. And this is back in the late 90s, right? So podcasts weren't really around as much as they are today. Uh, um, but radio shows were everywhere. There was always uh, some sort of talk show. And I got introduced to a real estate talk show here in Houston, Texas. Um, and listened to that for the better part of two or three years until I just finally had enough and the final commission change occurred, right? Because there's no way to, you know, demotivate your, your you know, de-incentivize your sales force, you know, other than when you monkey with their commission plan. And uh, that happened enough time, so I decided to take action. Walked into just a real estate club. There's real estate clubs all across the United States. There's a big one here in Houston. Um, I joined that one. I met up with like-minded investors. Um, it was like walking into a giant rich dad, poor dad book, you know, because everybody wanted to get into real estate. Everybody wanted to learn. Nobody had owned a single piece of property. Nobody, you know, they didn't own any rent houses. They didn't own any apartment complexes, but everybody wanted to learn. And it's a really, really good group. And I, I highly recommend finding the local real estate club in your, in your city and see if that's available for you because you can network. And within that group, I, I found a, a business partner. Uh, there was lots of um, investment capital for us. And we decided that we would do this. And I did it full time starting back in 2007, um, retired fully from corporate America in 08 when I decided to, to do this full time. And what does that mean retire? It's not like I replaced my income right away. I walked away from a six figure income, but I saw the potential in what we were doing. And I was able to leap over single family investing uh, just because I had some liquidity that I had, you know, accumulated and uh, got into apartments, got the multifamily investing. When did that with my partner from 07 to 2011? Had a lot of success, survived a recession. I think no better lesson is learned than when you fail. No better lessons are learned than when you go through adversity. It makes you stronger. Um, additionally, being a sales guy, uh, I think I had a little bit more, um, what's the word, mindset. That it just doesn't come to you. You got to make it come to you. You know, I was a commission guy. So it's like, I, I, uh, I didn't kill what I was going to eat today. I wasn't going to eat tonight. Simple as that. That was my mindset. So um, worked on that. Worked from zero units up to 20 properties. Uh, 2,000 units. I'm sorry, not uh, 10 properties, 2,000 units. Uh, partner and I decided to go separate ways in 2011, started Rockstar Capital. We've gone from nothing in 2011 to 21 assets today, um, 3,699 units uh, worth about $335 million. Um, in that time, we've won, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we've raised asset value. I, I've got about uh, $90 million in, in investor capital. You know, I remember I was on Gary, Gary uh, Vaynerchuk's show once. And he nice. said to me, if you're good enough, the market will come, the market will come to you. And he's exactly right. Um, nice. I don't advertise. The market comes to me either through podcasts, word of mouth, friends, whatever. They come back to me. They find my website at rockstarcapital.com and they see what we do and they want to get part of that. And so um, our claim to fame is that we've won 17 city, state, national apartment association awards since 2011. That's most in the entire city of Houston. Um, I was recently recognized by the National Apartment Association as the Independent Owner of the Year this year. Uh, it's the first time somebody's won it twice. I won it back in 2013, just when I was getting started. Um, and uh, I was recently honored uh, by the Houston Business Journal as one of the top C C most admired CEOs in Houston. So it's been a good ride, man. It's amazing going from a sales career to, you know, in 12 years later, you've got a company that's managing $335 million in assets and growing. You know, I think, I think, I think we, we've had a good ride. Man, that's a hell of an intro. I love it, man. It, it's when I was looking at the the company a little bit today, a little bit yesterday. I was like, I like the vibe, I like the feel. And then I saw you on your own YouTube channel. I was like, man, I like this guy. And then seeing you live here, it's like this is this is my kind of guy. I really, really enjoyed that. Thank um, you. 
I bet you can, I'm just guessing, I bet you can think back to when you were leaving corporate and you were telling people you're going to leave. Somebody somewhere probably was negative. Oh, it's not going to work for you. Wouldn't you just like to go back now and say, remember me? Hi. <laughs> it's funny. They find you on, they find you. Yeah. They find you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Old, old managers, old bosses, supervisors. Because, you know, I, I had, I mean, we're all, we all have potential in us. Yep. And we all have, you know, we just, you add some experience and that's when the potential and the experience combine into, into actual production. Yep. Um, I had ideas. I thought I had ways for us to improve the way our, we ran our business, but I was a young guy at the table. I was the guy that didn't have the seniority or the guy that, oh, you know, he doesn't know. And it's kind of funny. I remember the day that I, re, that I walked away from my corporate job, you know, I had been pushing off my, um, my, my, um, my yearly forecast for that year. So this is going back to 2008 and it's April. <laughs> It's April and I had not turned in my 20, 2008 forecast. And I remember they finally cornered me like, okay, before I'm, today's going to be the day. I'm going to, I'm going to walk away or even grow to a billion dollars or what have you. Um, and uh, I say, you know what? I just want to let you know, here's my resignation notice. I'm going to, you know, go into real estate and kind of start my own thing. And you immediately see the book close. It starts asking me, that's amazing that you're doing that. Tell me more about that. Wow. <laughs> and then it's just like, you could tell he was trying to like personify himself. He was trying to, to understand. He's like, you know what? I don't like what I do. I, I really enjoy uh, ranching. I really enjoy being on my farm on the weekends. I didn't even realize he had a farm. I didn't realize he had another passion. Yeah. He was just my boss. You know, we didn't have that kind of relationship. And all those things, man, he was just really like hanging out with my horses and my cattle. And it sounds very big Texas, right? But that's not very ordinary. Everybody lives in the city. He just happens to be from the country and yeah. he's got a place out in the country and he can just see the hurt in his eyes yeah. and the yeah. wishing, the wishing that he could follow in my footsteps or do what I'm doing, you know? And I'm like, and I always remember that conversation. I haven't brought that up in a long time. I remember that conversation and yeah, but he wasn't negative. Certainly there was others later on. There's people in fact that said I couldn't do without them, you know, when it went, when, uh, when I left my, my last company and started a rock star. So those, those motivate you. They yeah. motivate you. And if you have any, uh, kind of like a chip on your shoulder. And I think they fueled a lot of our early success until I got to confidence, like, you know what? I can do this. And you were just afraid of me. You were just afraid yeah. of what I could be. And it made you feel intimidated by it. So you, you uh, were negative about everything, right? So I hear it. There's negativity everywhere, right? But you know what? When you realize that it's you versus you, and you realize that, that it's you versus you, the noise clears up real quick. Yes, it does. One of my You're favorite. yourself. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by Frank Sinatra, and it says, the best revenge is massive success. I love that. Yeah. It's so classy, but there's nothing that makes a statement. You know, it's funny you say that about LinkedIn. I'll see people look at me that uh, I worked for early in my career, and I was in HR. It's like I'm not even in oh, the wow. world now. And I'll see them looking, and I'm like, I remember you. You were a jerk. or You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> hope you enjoy yourself. But I don't I don't get too hung up on it. Uh, I understand the the you versus you thing. and. I literally believe that I'm going to hit all of my goals or die trying and like nobody can convince me otherwise. And I don't say that because it sounds cool. Like that's what I really believe. So I'm kind of like crazy for this lifestyle and I really enjoy it. So it's awesome to talk to people like you. So tell me a bit about Rockstar Cares. I found this to be um, beautiful, man. It's, uh, you know, I, I try to put like a motivational slant on content, but you take it to another level. Tell us about Rockstar Cares. Yeah, you know, we all, we all do things, right? When something makes you uncomfortable, you change. And until that change happens, nothing great happens. Uh, my mother got diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. And until that, you know, I didn't know anything about breast cancer. 
you know, until it affects you personally uh, or any kind of illness or disease, you don't know anything about it. It's somebody else's family. It's somebody else. Oh, I feel bad for them, right? But what happens to you, man, you just, it, cha- it rocks your world, you know? And I remember when that happened, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, but through education, through, you know, just going through the process, my mom, I learned that, wow, how preventable it is. You know, one in seven people, one in seven women in Houston, Texas will get breast cancer. That's a big percentage, you know, and if it's not your mom, then it's your sister or your aunt or your grandmother or somebody. But it, it happens. My mother, uh, uh, my mother's mother had got a, a breast cancer when she was young. I never met her. She passed away before I was ever born. And so obviously it's in the family and that, you know, and it's so but it could have been preventable. It's preventable through early detection. And when all that occurred, I got educated in the process. I'm like, man, I want to help others. Luckily, we have had a lot of success in our business that, you know, you become very, um, like, like, I have what I have, what I need. I'm, I'm very comfortable. We're still growing. And, you know, and, and you know, the resources are coming in to pr- make the company larger. But I, I think have what I need. But, man, I like to help others. Yep. You know, you become very uh, uh, philanthropic. You know, we've started a scholarship program for, for children, um, you know, within our company. Uh, it's just, it's just different things. And so Rockstar Cares, the very first event we did was our breast cancer walk. And we've mm-hmm. done that three years in a row in the city of Humble, which is a suburb of Houston, where, where uh, you know, half of our concentration of our, of our units is at. And there we've got 73% market share. So we're a community leader there. And we, we started the first ever breast cancer walk in, this, in the history of that city. We've done it three years in a row now. Uh, last year was a massive success. success. We raised um, over $10,000 for Susan G. Coleman um, research. We also... Uh, sponsored, I think it was 15 breast cancer um, uh, screenings for our residents. We had like a mobile truck come in and you signed up for it and, and, res- and com- residents of our communities could sign up. Um, we also did a financial uh, um, sponsorship for, for families afflict- afflicted with breast cancer. They had medical bills, right? We wanted to help with that as well. So it's just been great. And so the Rockstar Cares, just be- that was the first event was back in 2016, the breast cancer walk. And it just kind of took on it the other stuff. We had we gone through a couple of hurricanes here in Houston. We're very big on 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 on, uh, on helping families. We're very very blessed that we did not get impacted. There's city of Houston was devastated with that hurricane, and we didn't lose one single unit. Um, wow. uh, it, was, it was it was an act of God for us, grace of God that we didn't have a dis- one displaced family. Um, and I credit our renovations, I credit our drainage and our improvements that we did. But all, you know that's not enough. You know you you, you got to get a little divine inner uh, help, and so that that helped us a lot. We felt the need to give back. We we put together a bunch of supplies from all of our communities and helped in those areas that we're not even in, you know, helped in those areas to, to go and, and help those families that were hit hardest. Very nice. Beautiful. Absolutely love that. So curious a little bit about the YouTube channel. How did you get started in live streaming? Um, this is a space that I really love. Uh, I think my daughter was asking me yesterday, she said, dad, how long have you been podcasting? I was like, I don't even know. I don't remember if it's two or three years, but I just added the video piece recently, which I really like. Um, how'd you get into it? What, what do you uh, attribute that to? So I've got a couple of influences. Grant Cardone, I was actually on, on his show a couple nice. years ago. Last summer, last July, I see July 2018 with my children. So you, you can Google that. It's like a dad and two sons or something like that. Uh, we were on there and uh, uh, we got to meet Grant because I believe in networking. I believe in, in, in I read his books, you know, yep. really motivated me. 10X is a, a game changer for, for me. Um, I've been following Grant, Car- I'm sorry, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk for a while. Yep. I've got a chance to a uh, 4D. I've got a chance to go up there. I brought my whole team and we had a 30 minute consultation in his office. So with my whole team, we got our strategy, but you know, it just goes back to like, it, it, you know, it's 2019. And if you don't produce content, you don't exist. You yep. know, everything is right here. Yep. It's all right here. No one's watching commercials. You know, I'm, 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 I'm recycling Gary stuff, but nobody's, nobody's watching commercials. They're watching this. And yep. you don't understand how this works. 
then then you, you're going to have a problem. And so uh, I adopt a lot of the video and the storytelling from these influencers, you know, and I realize, wow, how powerful it is because you know, I'm in a very competitive game. Housing, everybody needs housing, but there's a lot of it, right? Yep. And so how do I differentiate myself from the guy next to me? Well, I have a story. And you got to be not afraid to tell that story. And I think at Rockstar Capital, we have a hell of a story. Nobody has 17 city state national awards. Nobody's a two-time national owner of the year. That means you're doing something right. You yep. know, your company's standing out. Well, it's your job to let them know who you are, right? Yep. So you let them know what kind of communities you run. You let them know the amenities. You know, reputation management, man, we, we own that. There are 28 properties in the city of Houston, a greater area, that were scored or ranked in the top 1% of all communities in the United States, 101,000 community um, unit, um, sorry, 101,000 communities, mm -hmm. 28 are ranked in the top 1% that were located here in Houston. We have four of them. Wow. And we only have 20 properties here. We against other properties, other management companies that got thousands, hundreds, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a very big thing for us because for us, nobody is showing up on a Saturday to find their apartment. It's not 1990 anymore where they come in with a, uh, an apartment guidebook. They are finding you online during the week. Yeah. What are they finding? They're finding what you want them to see. Yep. We used to be afraid of, of uh, reviews, especially, you know, Google, Yelp, apartmentratings.com. They, we just were destroyed and yep. we put our head in the sand like an ostrich until we recognize that we're being destroyed because we're only letting the people who aren't following the rules write, review, write the negative reviews. Yep. They didn't want to pay the rent, so we had to, we had to enforce our policies. They didn't want to like not do drugs in the apartment. We had to enforce our policies. They, you know, what is all kinds of community violations. But what about the positive reviews? Where are the guys that just moved in? Aren't they happy? More importantly, what about the guys that just renewed for the twelve months? Aren't they really happy? If yep. they weren't, they would be right. So why aren't you asking for reviews? Yep. So we we turn our reputation man. We turn reviews into a weapon. So when we see a negative review, we, it gets drowned out real quick. And so one of our properties is ranked 39th in the country for reputation management. I mean, think about it. There's 101,000 communities, and one of mine was ranked number 39. You know, so it's amazing. I, I, yeah, I, I, so I think what we're we're very good at standing above the noise. We're yeah. building a brand, a building a personal brand with that, and we're showing what we can do, right? But it's in with that, we've had tremendous results. I, I've been I just completed my 12th um, cash out refinance event. So what that means is we buy an apartment complex. We inject capital, we do renovations, we improve management, we improve processes, and in a three-year to four-year period, we go back and do a refinance event and give you your cash back. And you can basically own the apartment free and clear, and you take that cash investment you gave me three years ago and you go put in another one. We've been able to do that 12 times. Wow. Uh, and nobody in my group, then the little real estate club that I'm in, has even come close to that number. So we've got a nice process. We're very good at what we do. And it's my job as the CEO of the company to tell that story. And so yeah. we started using video. That's how we got on YouTube. We've got a goal of getting to 10,000 units. And so that's our whole, you know, our daily vlog is that our journey to 10,000 units. Nice. Yeah. And what's so amazing, can you imagine, you know, beginning of the century, some of the big entrepreneurs, if they had social media and they had the ability to do what you and I are doing right now, I mean, this is unbelievable. We can literally say or do anything we want right now and I'm going to still publish it. Who's going to stop me? You know, it's right. powerful. I don't need right. local radio. I don't need TV. We've got our own. So, and if people like stuff on social, they can spread it quicker than anything traditional media could do. So it's, uh, right. it's an amazing time to be alive. Um, I just had that talk with another client today about how powerful content was and not just traditional content marketing, like what we're talking about, but even the next level, which is conversational marketing. And, you know, it's joining the conversation in the Facebook groups and the LinkedIn groups 
and not trying to sell anybody, but just contributing to the conversation. And then the beauty happens when somebody messages you outside of that and said, Hey, tell me more about that. Or can you help yeah. me with this? Man, if you put in this much effort, you will separate yourself from your competitors in a heartbeat. It's unbelievable. And, and if you're real, if yep. you're real, you know, don't stage anything, just produce yep. it naturally. You know, yep. something I was busy with my, uh, with Gary, uh, back again, back in uh, January, February, whenever that was, he said, you know, don't be afraid to expose the truth. Yeah. Right? It's not all rosy. It's not, you know, real yeah. estate is not easy. You know, they're going to have your ups and downs. And so just yesterday, you can follow me on, on Instagram at the apartment rock star. Um, I posted a video of an apartment fire that we had earlier in the year. And that would have been refinance number 13. But that fire came in. We lost the building. It had 28 units go down or so. It derailed us for a year. But I'm not afraid to show that video. Yeah. I'm not afraid for you to see what happened. And now you can see the progress four months later on how we're rebuilding, how we got our insurance money, where we're fixing it. And we'll refinance next year. Right. Yeah. But you're showing everybody that process that, you know, of what it could happen and what you need to be prepared for, you know, and, 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 you know, life, life events occur and you got to be ready, but tell, be authentic and tell that yeah. story. I love it. Very good. Um, talk to me a little bit about building something larger than yourself. So if you had stayed by yourself as an entrepreneur, you could probably make pretty good money alone, but you went at it a different way. You built a team. Tell me about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, in the real estate club that I'm in, everybody's goal is to kind of first find enough money uh, or enough passive income. Well, I guess what they call it. It's not really passive when you're actually working the business, but enough income to replace your W2 income. Yep. And that happened for me and everybody's magic numbers right around a thousand units is what they, I want to get to a thousand units, a thousand units. Well, we're at 3,700, 3,800 units. So why am I at that number? I have what I need. Mm-hmm. But when you can go and invest in people, man, the ride's so much sweeter. I'm going to get to the top. I know that. But I want to be able to look around and tell stories to everybody on how we got there. Yep. Pat them on the back. Remember this. Remember that. Who wants to win alone? I mean, it's a community feel. We're trying to create communities within our communities so people will renew, right, and, and, and stay. Because, you know, you don't make any money when they move in. You make money when they renew, right? Well, it's the same way with your staff. You need consistency. Right. What what makes you think that your spouse is going to give you the best effort, the best, the best that they got if you don't give them, if you don't care about them? So I make it a point to make sure that I understand who's working with me. I try to make their goals my goals and I try to help them because I think you're less likely to let somebody down who's more like a family person to you than they are a boss. Yep. You know, I, I do. I go out of my way for my team. I try really hard. And I think that's created this community feel, this bond, this <clears throat> this ability to not let the other person down. And, and uh, we've created consistency with that. And consistency is where you get growth. And it's nothing that I knew. It just kind of came to me. I, my dad was a great builder of teams. Um, and people talked to him. I remember, I remember when I went to his funeral, you know, I didn't know my dad the way other people knew him. He was my dad. Yeah. He didn't work for him, right? Um, but hearing these stories, I remember my team came up to me. He was like, wow, that's where you got it from. So I think it's inherent in some of us. I think I've got a really high emotional intelligence. Yep. Um, and that, that allows me to understand uh, how people think and how they work. And, you know, I'm never, I never want to be the, the guy, the greedy guy that runs the company. No, 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 no. I, I have what I need and I'm, I'm comfortable with my success and I worked hard for it, but let me help you get with your goals. You know, and I think when you can do that, when you make other people's goals, your goals, I think you get a, you get a lot further down the road than you would be if you're going alone. Absolutely. And I, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a gift, honestly. Um, I, th- I think it's a gift and it's, a, it's quite an opportunity because like you said, you've hit your goals financially. You're comfortable. You're getting three meals a day. I hope at least three meals a day. And if you can take other people with you at the end of your life, you can say, 
I'm empty. I've, I've put pieces of myself everywhere in these communities and these families. And that's, that's awesome. That's really, really powerful, man. Good stuff. Um, what advice would you give to, let's focus on some entrepreneurs who are maybe getting to that point where they start, they need to bring in that person or that extra person to help them. Even if it's a VA, what strategies would you give um, newer entrepreneurs for building their own teams? I think you number one need to recognize what you do better than everybody else. And you double down on that strength. And you make sure that that is your wheelhouse. And you stay in that lane. And you make you make your you should be a 10. That's that's your gift. That's God, your God-given gift. Somebody, God gave you the ability to do this. And so whether that's accounting, you understand numbers, whether it's the sales role, I think that what I do in real estate, I think sales is really important. So I'm glad that that's my gift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I double down on that. I make sure that 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 that's a you know uh, um, something that I take care of personally. But I don't know all the other stuff. You've got to in time hire that out. In time, you got to hire in your weakness. Stay within your lane and double down on what you do. And in time, bring in what you're not strong at. And yep. that's how you grow. Don't that's try true. to reinvent the wheel. Just stay to where you're great because you're going to look superhuman, right? When you when, when when you just keep doing what you do and just bring in what you're weak at. You know, you can't be a 10 on everything. I mean, I always look at it like, uh, remember the old NCAA football back in the day? And you had all these like uh, um like a bar graph and this guy could run really fast. This yep. guy could jump, this guy could tackle. Okay. Well, you got to find your 10 and put that, put yourself in that role. If you're a four or a five over here, go find you an eight, a nine or a 10 and bring them around you and guard them with your life. It means take care of them and find out what, find out what's important to them and invest in them. And believe it or not, they'll invest in you nine times out of 10 and you'll both get to where you want together. You're going to get what you want, Right they're going to be like, wow, he invested in me and you're going to help them achieve goals that they never thought were possible. And you just get further. And so the goal is to just keep stacking tens, get as close to 10 as you can. Yep. What's funny is uh, the first year I was in um, this business of mine, yeah, I didn't really make any money trying to figure it out. And one day I stopped and I was like, man, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm not good at most of it. Like I'm okay, but I'm never going to be great at most of this. So I started to recognize that need. Like I need this around me. So what do I do? And I actually um, hired my first team member and uh, I use remote freelancers, everybody's their own boss, but it does work out well. And I was actually paying somebody even when I was making no money. But what happened is I started to get traction and started to realize that if I stay in my lane, I can start to get better and do more and and that type of thing. And it works. But Eric Thomas, motivational speaker, I listened to his podcast and he used to talk about, you know, I speak. You know, I got CJ to do this. I got Carl to do the videos and us together are the powerhouse. It's not just yeah. about me and I'm never going to be good at the videos. I'm never be good at the branding and stuff. So it's, it's really interesting that there's some, uh, some common, some common stuff there. So beautiful. Um, you know, right before this call, I got to tell you, I was talking to another client and I said, uh, I just remembered, I was like, Oh, I said, I know what you're going to ask me. You're going to ask me about this thing. I was supposed to get you a week ago and I forgot. Let me get it over. The client goes, no, 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 your, your team, they already took care of that. And I was like, they did? She's like, yeah, they took care of it uh, right after we get off the call a week ago. It's already done. And I was like, thank God. You know, what a, it's nice when you're surrounded by people that step up when they see the opportunity to step up. You know, it tells me they want to be there. They want to be doing what they're doing. So thanks, team. I love you. But, uh, I love that. Right now, I'm getting blown up by text messages from three different people in yeah. three different groups in our, in our company. Yeah. You know, and they're like, hey, don't forget about this. Hey, here, I've made this edit. Hey, what about this? Yep. You know, these are things that I would normally have to do, you know, and so it's kind of, you haven't asked this question, right? But I mean, look at the journey. I was a one-man show. 
you know, and then I brought on my, my, my number one, who's now my chief operating officer and her and I kind of started Rockstar. She was the inspiration for the term Rockstar Capital. Um, and, and uh, you know, it, it's just amazing how we've come, right? We've got over a hundred staff. I never thought I would have a company with a hundred staff. Wow, yeah, that's a big deal, man, very nice. You know, I never thought I would be managing 335 million. I, that I have 90 million in investor capital. I think that was worth it, that they yeah. would give me their cash and invest it for them. You know, these are astute people. When you get 90 million, you're, it's not just everyday people. You know, you've got some really astute financial people there and they think that your mousetrap is better than something else. So we're a really good stock market alternative, but yeah. you know, it's a team effort. It's best team wins, not the best guy. It's best team. Yep. Well said. You know, sure, there's a guy that's an innovator and he's the head of the company, whatever, but he's not there by himself. I did not win national under the year twice because of myself. I won yep. it because I got the best team. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Very, very good. Well, what does the rest of 2019 look like for Rockstar Capital? What are you guys looking forward to? What are you working on? So we have our first, our, our next breast cancer walk. It's coming up, I think, in October. So that's where we're pushing that really hard and looking for donations uh, from our investors, looking to get donations from, from the wider audience. We're continuing to grow. I mean, our goal is to get to 10,000 units, right? And I try to tell everybody, you know, we're not going to look the same when we get to 10,000. You know, this company is very different today than when we were at a thousand units or a two thousand units, and now we're at thirty-seven hundred units. You know, we're not—we don't look the same. We have new people, new, new um, departments, and so I think what's going to happen, we're going to continue to add, right? Like right now, I've got a full—I have a seven-person marketing team that wasn't there twenty-four months ago. Nice. Videographers, journalists, writers, bloggers—you know, digital tech specialists. I mean. You know, the, you know, the, the a VP of marketing who understands SEO optimization and websites, Dude, that is so far from where I was 24 months ago. It was very mom and pop. Yep. And so we're going to continue to grow and we're going to continue to build our business and get to that point. But the most fun piece is that I'm playing by my own playbook, not anybody else's. Isn't that what feels right to me? Is, yeah. Yes, it is. It is. I'm not, I don't know how these other companies got there and I don't want to know. I'm learning my lessons on my own. I'm following my own heart. I'm following where I think it should go. I'm, I'm, um, you know, you, there's no influence. I don't have a board. If, I mean, you and I can have a conversation right now and there's something that I want and we agree to it. It becomes policy tomorrow. Yep. Right. And I love that. I love yep. that. Be able to, you know, even though we're getting big, like a big battleship, you know, we can still operate like, like a speedboat and take a left turn and bang to the right and, and make that. But I love that we're playing by our own playbook because then it's real. Yep. This company is the embodiment of my of, of who I am internally, which means we're competitive. You know, mm. we, we play to win, and if we can't win, I don't I don't play. I why waste my time if I if it's I, I'm not going to play. I'm going to play if I think we can win because that that's what you need. You mean why are you doing this, right? And so we're very very big on on um, whatever it takes to win. You know, playing it playing for keeps, and and you know because you only get one life, man. It's no regrets. It's no regrets. And so I know I've got potential in me. I need to make some days it's hard to get it out, right? Cause you get a little comfortable and, and I love podcasts like this because it reminds me of who we are. It reminds me of all we've achieved. And, you know, uh, and, and as I see my, my text message come in, I get, you know, if I, if I had this podcast, I wouldn't be thinking, I would look at this text message. I'm like, Oh, okay. But I'm like, man, 24 months ago, that text message didn't come in. Yep. 24 months ago, I didn't have somebody worrying about that. If I was even worrying about it. You know, and so that's the fun in, in the entrepreneurship, right? Some guys go and they do multiple things, right? And they have a lot of ADD and they got to have 10 different businesses. Man, I, I guard everything with my life. I put all my eggs in one basket and I, this is my basket. I'm going to put my moat. I'm going to put my dragons. I'm going to put everything around it, you know, and I'm going to keep you out. 
right? Because it's my job to create a defense against what you're going to do to me tomorrow, right? And so I, I love that. It, it's fun. It gets me up in the morning. Yeah, it's funny what you said. That was that was awesome, by the way. Um, I was always like most obsessed about I want to control my time, which I love. But the thing that I didn't anticipate, which I love just as much, is that creative freedom. Like you yeah. said, if I decide Monday we're going to do this, guess what? Off we go. And I, I absolutely love that. And if I had to give that up now, as dramatic as it sounds, like I would rather just not be here, like on earth. Like I would be so unhappy. I'd be like, I'm done. So. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing too, because when you get in the right mind, you don't realize it, but it's always operating in the background, like an operating system, right? There's always things going on and you have a conversation with somebody today. I was, I was working out with my trainer in the morning and he says something to me and I'm listening to him, but it kind of turned into like Charlie Brown. Rah, 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 right? <laughs> he said something that made me think about something that's going on in my business yeah. or going on in my life. And I focused it like in this quick nanosecond process, right? Where you can just like, just, you know, kind of like you're, you're like, you're a supercomputer and you're thinking, that's a great idea. And he didn't know what he said. He didn't know what he was doing. He, but because you're so in, in your zone, yep. you hear something you're like, man, it takes another set of eyes looking at it from something completely different to give you some tangential thought, right? They're like, that's my solution. That's my solution. So I recognized that when I had problems, I kind of just talked to people. Mm-hmm. And as I talked, different people had nothing to, to do with my organization. As I talked to them, man, the secret to life kind of comes out. Like, dude, yeah. that's my answer. Yeah. That's what I should be doing. I didn't, how come I didn't think about that? And it's because you get so, like, you got your blinders on, you know, and you, you, you know, you got to be able to evolve, right? So, you know, I, I'm glad that we have that ability. I'm glad that our company is very innovative. You know, we talked about, you know, a minute ago, the streaming and all that. That wasn't there 24 months ago. You can go back to the, to the dates when we started pushing that. And what we're producing now today is very different than what we did a year ago, you know? And so it, that's the fun. That, that's the fun of entrepreneurship, the constant challenge and the, and the, and the evolution of what goes on. Very nice. So if somebody listening is inspired by you, which I'm sure they will be, if not, their, uh, their sound must be turned off. Yes. But how could they reach out to you or Rockstar Capital and learn more about you? Well, you can find me on LinkedIn. I put out a bunch of uh, articles uh, on LinkedIn. We put up videos and all kinds of content. Because remember, if you're not producing content, you don't exist. Yep. You can find me on LinkedIn at Robert Martinez. You can find me on Instagram at The Apartment Rockstar, on Facebook at Robert Martinez, or you can go to our website, which is at www.rockstarcapital.com, and you can watch how we use videos to storytell, how we use videos to talk about who we are. And you can also check out, you know, if you, you want to get more personal, you send me an email at Robert at Rockstar, um, Robert at Rockstar capital.com. Beautiful. And we'll get all that linked up in our show notes for you too. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yep. Robert, it's been awesome, man. I really appreciate you giving me some of your time and your attention and coming on the show today. Thank you very much. I hope we can stay in touch, Jason. It was great. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your story. Very, very good conversation. If you guys want to check out this podcast and all the show notes, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 175. Learn more about Robert and his company, Rockstar Capital, there. And check out some of their social channels, especially that YouTube channel. And uh, I know you'll enjoy that. Well, as always, guys, appreciate your patience getting this episode out there. It's been a little bit of a gap. We've got a bunch of other podcasts recorded and just ready to launch. So check us out next week with the next new episode of the show. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, please visit intentionallyinspirational.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our video podcast on YouTube. See you next time.